Life Audio. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we are uh, rapidly approaching Indy Live, September 24, Indianapolis, the great city, my former stomping grounds, Soma Church and Day Spa there in Midtown. Uh, Piper, where can people get their tickets? Yeah, if you go to thehappyrant.com, hit the little tab at the top that says the live show. You can find all the details there. You can get our deluxe tickets, which ha- which come with a, a custom T-shirt for the event. You can get our standard tickets, in which case you get all of the same uh, live broadcasting fun and interaction with us, just without the T-shirt. And uh, it'll be September 24th. That's a Sunday night, 7 p.m. And uh, it's going to be a blast, and it'll be a great send-off for the show, I think. Can't wait. Have you seen the shirt designs, Pipe? I have not. Um, Josh has kept it a great secret. And in fact, I'm not sure I saw. So we, we had a custom shirt when we did the the show in New Albany. What was that? A year yeah. and a half, two years ago. Yep. And, uh, and I'm not sure I saw that design until shortly beforehand either. And he, he's kind of, you know, he pulled some magic out of the air for that one. So yeah, kind of, it had kind of a cool retro arcade vibe to it. And uh, yeah, I anticipate this one being all that and more. Yeah, Josh Byers, talented guy. Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely never never done us wrong in the area of merch, and uh, it's going to be great, boys. I've been fielding questions from people as we approach closing the show. Uh, questions along the lines of like where they can hear us moving forward, and I want to get into that and the idea of bucket lists after this short break. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, boys, we're back. Uh, there's been much weeping and gnashing of teeth out in radio lands uh, at the kind of industry-shaking announcement that the Happy Rant is closing its doors after nearly a decade. And people want to know naturally where they can hear us moving forward. Uh, do we have anything to tell them along those lines? Do you guys have other podcasts or other like little projects in the works or anything you want to tell the, the good people of the Happy Rant listenership about? Ronnie? Um, yeah, so I have a, uh, this is a little top seek, but um, got a uh, got a new pod that's going to be coming out with our own uh, Jared C. Wilson soon. Oh, man. Gosh, is it a new pod or a new baby? old pod? It's a, it's a, it's a revamped, it's a revamped uh, version of our, uh, of our old pod that's going to be, it's going to be coming to town. 
Okay, so, man. Ooh, yeah. Industry news. Um, the 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 journalists out there are, are picking up their pins and oh, and it's big. It's right in the right in the news releases as we speak. So that's massive pipe. What do you and got? Not only that, not only that, but I have another even more secret than that pod that's oh. going to be dropping first of the year that I can't really say too much about. But just be looking on the uh, you know the usual channels to get more info as the Man. approaches. Now, why so secretive, baby, about that one? Is are there are there loose ends still yet to be tied up? Big deals in the offing. What what? Are, why are we so secretive about it? Yeah, still loose ends, still some big okay. deals, and mm-hmm. um, you know have um, have the title, but um, but um, it's still in, it's a little bit in process, and so I, I just want to make sure it's all set before I drop. So okay, man. That's uh, that's exciting stuff, Piper. What do you got going? Not not a ton on my end. Like no specific plans. I I anticipate uh, you know, I'm using this time for this a period of mourning, grieving. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's I, you right. know, soul searching. You would, know, would really appreciate privacy during this difficult season. <laughs> um, spend time with my family, which is code yeah. for l- look for ways to make money elsewhere. Um, yeah, for sure. No, in terms of podcasting, I don't have anything specific lined up. I think. Um, you know, we have gotten the occasional request to, well, hey, is the Happy Rant Sports Podcast going to continue? And I have been noncommittal about that, which interesting because, you know, you and I have not sat down and hashed out the logistics of that. And yeah. I mean, continuing is generous considering we haven't done one in like four months. I don't know if it's continuing <laughs> exactly. or, or yeah, restarting yeah. or whatever. Right. And then, uh, yeah, the only other thing is probably we our, our church has a podcast uh, channel that, you know, we have one where it's sermons and teaching and then another one that is more kind of it, life of the church stuff, teaching kind of stuff in terms of uh, or a little bit more interview, that kind of thing. So I might be a little bit more involved and invested there. It's called the Sidebar Podcast. Uh, yeah. If people wanted to go check it out. Um, so in coming months, no specific plans, but I've talked to Tony who runs that podcast for us and we're, we're kind of chewing on some ideas of how to take that channel and flesh it out. It'll be aimed at our church, but hopefully something that's beneficial to just believers in general. So that's a, that's a possibility, but not set in stone. Piper, I, I think safely, I can speak for Ron on this, on this matter too. We want you to just spend some time getting to know your kids. Um, this thing, and I don't have to tell you boys, I mean, this has been such a, an all consuming kind of whirlwind of celebrity that we've, that we've been a part of the last decade that I, I think it's safe to say we've all kind of ignored our families. Um, you know, so spend, spend some time with those loved ones. So many people have suffered in our lives. So many people have suffered. Yeah. So at least. My oldest daughter is, is in, she just started her senior year. So we're ending this. So basically, I mean, I, I have, I have like seven months left of fathering. And oh, uh, pipe. she know, doesn't even know you. She know. doesn't Make even the most know you. Yeah. I, I, we celebrated her eighth birthday and then I just disappeared <laughs> from her life to do this podcast. And listen, uh, I want you to take one to three weeks. Okay. And spend some quality time with her before we resurrect happier in sports. All right. <laughs> Noted. All right. So yeah, you know, take her, <laughs> take her to an amusement park, get to know her name. You know, buy her some cotton candy. I know she's like yep. twenty now. Just you know, buy her <laughs> doll right. from American yeah, Girls. Yeah. Like, just do something animal, nice. Throw my yeah. arm out. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, tell, tell Barnabas to do something nice for her. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You do something nice for her. Um, Boys, I didn't even consider. I, you know, dude, I didn't even. I, I mean, forgive me, fellas. I didn't yeah. even remember 
that you had this little side hustle called Happy Rent Sports. Mm. Now, obviously, if you continue that, um, you're going to have to do something about the name because, you know, I do have lawyers. But um, but I'm you get curious. A lawyer up, baby. <laughs> I'm curious if you guys had even considered like carrying that on under some other guys. You know, uh, I and I'm not being coy here. Like I literally hadn't thought about it. Um, <laughs> now the mention of it is, you know, I, I mean it's it's not a bad idea, and I've I've certainly enjoyed doing it. So I mean those those discussions. We'll have to get our agents and lawyers involved, and you know Piper will have to run it by his wife and his kind of newly gotten to know kids, and uh, just see how comfortable they are with with him dipping his de- his toes back into the decadent world of of podcasting. But uh, you know, I th- I think it could be a possibility. Is there uh, anybody else that does like? Okay, this is all seriousness. Is anybody yeah. else doing like? Like a sports, I know there's a million sports pods. I mean, like a sports pod, like an evangelical sports pod. Is that happening anywhere? Man, I I have no idea. Pipe, do you know of one? Uh, I mean, Sports Spectrum has a podcast, but that leans more into um, like interviewing people in the sports realm and about matters. Here's an of interview faith. with some baseball player that mentioned Jesus one time six years ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know the faith of Rick Pitino and stuff like that. <laughs> right, um, right. And uh, and and so I, I'm not aware of anybody who's doing what we do, which is which is mostly be sports fans and yeah. like armchair analysts. Yeah. And then occasionally bring in sort of the how does this how does this affect matters of faith in life and sort of so I'm not sure I know yeah. uh, th- there was a podcast a few years ago called Mahaney Sports and I think CJ Mahaney and his son did it yeah uh, I was on it for a couple of apps okay. yeah. oh, that's right. I remember that too it's fairly yeah. short lived that it mm-hmm. but uh, other than that I'm not aware of much maybe maybe there's a hole in the marketplace Piper that can only be filled by by you and me so um, we'll. We'll kick that around, consider it. Um, I got a couple pods, boys. These are not secret. Um, they're very, <laughs> very public. Uh, one is called Cluck. Uh, it's myself and Joshua Loftus. We drop weekly. Um, a lot of discussions, a little bit of laughter. Um, I have one called the Gut Check Podcast that I've had for almost as long as this one. And we're finally dropping episodes consistently. My co-host on that one is Zachary Bartles. Uh, that one is a lot of ha-has and laughter with a little bit of discussion. So um, a little something for everybody in that lineup. Uh, so check out Cluck. Check out the Gut Check podcast. Also, um, I'll be dropping some information about my secret project with Jared T. Wilson. So, you know, I'm, I'm keeping that. Yeah, I'm keeping it really close to the vest right now. Is it been... so close that Jared also doesn't know about it? Yeah, it might be. But, I mean, we've had some... You know, some preliminaries about it, meaning that we said hello at a conference four years ago. But, um, you know, uh, just I, I just think everybody, it's safe to assume nearly everyone is thinking about starting a podcast with Jared C. Wilson. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just if you do you act on it or not? Like, is it sinful to have the thought and not act on it? You know, that's are you are you I'm... anybody if you don't have a pod with Jared C. Wilson? That's my question. <laughs> are you even a person? Does your life have any value or meaning? Really? I mean, yeah. Uh, are you even created in God's image? You know, that's what I'm if, saying. I mean, actually, yeah. look, Big M is texting me right now. And he's, she said she has a new pod coming out with Jared C. Well, of course she does. Yeah. The art of pastor wifing, you know, um, right. dude, not actually, with Jared C's wife. No, with Jared you. C. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. right. 
because he needs he needs something else for sure. Um, what's what's Jared C been doing in the book realm recently? Has he dropped like two or three books since we last met? He actually him? has. I feel yes. like he actually has. He it's had been a, a while uh, since we've talked about. Him. Yes. He had, and I mean, believe it or not, he has. He's, he had an Advent book drop. Hey, he of did course it. he, he did. did. I mean, who hasn't had an Advent? Piper, do you have your Advent book <laughs> dropping soon? Uh, no, I, I leave that in the hands of those who enjoy Advent. Baby, listen, don't say the names of these titles, okay? He needs to be I don't even. I don't know the names of these titles, so you don't have to okay. sweat it. But he had an Advent yeah. book. I'm not kidding. I think he did like one of those where he edited and did a new forward for an old book. And oh, then sure, yeah. He has another new book literally like dropping like in a week. I'm not kidding. Golly. It's like three books. He also, he also just signed a contract with a publisher, which I saw. You know, he, he did the, the contract signing photo. Uh, oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. he's, you know, the, the pipeline continues. Dude, I want to do a thing on contract signing photos. Um, so people are still doing this, yes or no? Is it is it still I mean, pretty consistent for authors? Jared do C does it. I know that. But yeah. I does he do it in sort of a? Does he try to be a little glib about it and a little tongue in cheek, like oh ha ha? Or is he like, hey, super grateful? It's, yeah, it's or, more like you know, it's yeah. more like I'm pumped because I got this book coming out that I'm you know just real you know jacked up about or whatever. Yeah. yeah, now I can like repave my driveway or fix the the fence out back or whatever. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can pay the plumber finally. Yeah, I can know? pay the plumber. I can buy another year of college I, for my kids. I feel like yeah. I should start a podcast with Jared C called Book Babies, and uh, book babies. and it can be all about the his his uh, book writing gestation period. Yeah, which is not much. It's like the reformed real baby gestation period. You know who right? would love yeah. that? You know Ultra who would love gestation. that pod though, pipe. Uh, Jared C. He, he would. He, he would, would love that pod. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm aware. That was only sort of tongue-in-cheek that, that we could get that launched. Hey, uh, baby, he is it, um, is Jared going to bring the brood, the whole C family, out to uh, Indianapolis for the, the last hurrah there? Um, I mean, I, I think Jared C is going to be there for sure. But um, wow. I don't know. All right. I mean, yeah, I yeah. well, well, I know he's going to be at TGC. I, I mean, I told him, you know, it, it would be a friendship ender if he was there and didn't come. So I don't know. Yeah. He might not be there. Jared yeah. C. He puts the he puts the C in TGC. You know, one hundred. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Boys, let's take a break. Uh, let's pay some bills, and by that I mean pay no bills. And on the other side of it, we're going to talk some bucket list stuff. We'll be back in two and two. All right, boys, we're back. Uh, baby, you raised in the group chat the notion of bucket lists as a concept. Um, the notion of some some categories that we could talk about vis-a-vis bucket lists. And the whole idea that like nobody really ever talked about this before our generation. I think we were, not we, the three of us, but we, our generation, were probably first to this idea. Um, <laughs> I have a, I had one I almost said that would have been offensive to our network so i'm gonna i'm gonna withhold it but um baby what do you think of this idea of bucket list and keeping in mind that like we are three of the most privileged people that there are so we've already been able to do for me at least more than i could have ever imagined you know so by yeah. if i have a bucket list remaining it's pretty short um but but where are you at on this baby yeah no likewise man i mean for sure that's well stated i think um 
I think in the old days, it was just like, what do you want to do before you die? And they shortened sure. <laughs> And that wasn't very cheery. So yeah. they gave it a better name called Bucket mm-hmm. List. And I, there may have been a movie or so, I forget. I but, think there was um, something like a with... Morgan Freeman movie or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, going to yeah. say Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Maybe it was both or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it, so that's where I think, I think the name like kind of got its, I mean, I'm sure it existed before that, but um, yeah, yeah. That's, it seemed like to take off from that. I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's a weird thing because it's, um, it's, it's become kind of a topic of conversation. You know, if you're ever in a group of people and, and somebody will say, well, like, well, that's a bucket list item for me. And yeah. then it's like, well, what's your bucket list item? And it usually has to do with travel. Generally, it seems like that's usually what it seems to be uh, centered around. Um, yeah. But um, I don't know, all kinds of, because everybody's afraid to talk about accomplishments. And, and yeah. so it's usually just, oh, man, I hope I can visit, you know, I, you know, I can climb to the top of Mount Everest without dying someday. And, you know, yeah. like one of those kind of deals, right? I hope to travel to such and such place. And, yeah. but um, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, it's, it is a, um, there's some people I talk to that seem to go on, like every time you talk to them, it seems to come up. And I don't know that. I, I don't know that my mind generally works that way. Like, oh man, I better get the, you know, like I better do this thing before I die or my life will not have been worth living, you know? So right. I don't really think about anything quite in those terms. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and that's probably because I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know why it's like, whether I do this thing or not, um, I, I don't think my life is depending on it, you know, to have a fulfilling sure. life to me, it's more of like, well, are there some things you would like to do? And it's like, yeah, kind of. I think so. You know, yeah. I mean, without being too weird about it or too contrarian about it, it's like, well, yeah, yeah. of course. But mm. I don't know how, I don't know how like awesome they are. Sometimes yeah. like bucket list stuff is like, it's so attainable. It's right. like, it's almost better to talk. I think it's more interesting to talk about bucket list stuff that's totally attainable and like you just haven't done it yet. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So I have a question about these people who are talking a lot about it. Are yeah. they roughly our age yeah i think so yeah well they might be younger you know so yeah yeah, i I don't know i don't even know how to answer that it could be like it could be like people more in their 20s that are just like discovering life and they haven't you know they i don't know but then i meet people my i meet people in their 20s that have done like 54 times as many things as i have yeah. You know, traveled to like 400 countries already. And, like, you know, it's like, well, I, dude, well, that's I part of the culture yeah. now, man. These kids, if they go to college, especially if they go to Christian college, they're traveling to like 74 countries before they graduate. I mean, it's just part of the deal. Um, Pipe, was Wheaton like that when you were there? Were they throwing kids on airplanes left and right? Was that part I mean, of it? Was, the, there was always like spring break trip opportunities, yeah. you know, various, you know, go dig a ditch or do VBS or whatever it was. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, they, yeah, there was some of that, and then there would be summer programs, and then there was some study abroad opportunities. But it wasn't – I mean, it wasn't constant. But the sports teams did stuff like that all the time. So, like, yeah. regularly, the teams that weren't in season, whether it was Christmas break or spring break, would would go do some sort of mission trip. So there'd be all sorts of, you know, photos of the, you know, girls' basketball team off, yeah. you know, playing with children somewhere or something like that. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, that was pretty common. The, I – I think the bucket list thing is really interesting because on the one hand, it's the most casual, like flippant phrase, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I recently Taylor Swift's tour came through Nashville. She played, I think two or three nights here. And I heard, I heard one or two people be like, Oh, it's a bucket list concert for me. Interesting. You know? So like, and I think it just means it's on a list of things I would like to do. So that's why I say it's yeah. flippant. Like it's, 
it's not like I intend to do this thing before I die as much as that's a thing I'd like to do. Yeah, that's And better. then on the other like hand, there, there's all the weight that people put on it where there, I think some people actually have the sense that if they don't do this thing, they will die disappointed. You know, whatever <laughs> yeah. the thing is, you know, visit, you know, go to the Andes or whatever. And, uh, and to them, I mostly think, I, I feel like you're probably going to die disappointed anyway because yeah. you're dying. And <laughs> yeah, that seems and, like a peak disappointing moment. Right? Death, and, death uh, feels slightly disappointing. Even son of a gun, expected. you know? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, you're like, man, this this is happening. And yeah. then uh, also, like like you guys said, I you know, I've had the chance to do a handful of really awesome things, you know, more travel than previous generations. Like, you know, when, when our grandfathers went to World War Two, they were like the first people in their families to leave the country after emigrating here. And it wasn't right. by, you know, it wasn't yeah. for tourism. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I, I don't know how many countries I've had gotten to visit. I mean, somewhere North of a dozen probably. Yeah. And, and I still have this weird sense of like, man, I'm missing out on all the places I haven't been mm-hmm. while also having been more places and experienced more things than most previous generations, which yeah. just, so all of that kind of makes me think that again, like the bucket list thing is just going to leave you probably a little bit like, Oh, like I did everything and I still, there's still a billion things I haven't done. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good word. Um, I have two kind of specific questions on this that I think will be interesting to you both because you're both Christian dudes of a certain age, but you're also both pastors. And it's kind of related to bucket list, but kind of not. Something I've been, I don't want to say frustrated by lately, that's a little too strong a word, but something I've noticed lately is that dudes our age who are Christians only get excited about two things, and they can only talk about two things. So you get together, let's say you you go out to lunch with like three or four Christian dudes of a certain age. They're getting excited about money or trips. And that's all they can talk about. And if you get Christian dudes together and like the topic of somebody that you know who has money comes up, like the gleam in these guys' eyes, like the, you, you can see the gears turning and they're rubbing their hands together. And I, I feel like everywhere I've ever been in the world, Christian dudes have always gotten really excited about people with money. Um, and, and have you guys noticed this or am I crazy? I, mm, that's a great question, man. I yeah. yeah. I think it's ahead, I think it's that's sort of segmented. You know, there there's that's yeah. certainly that is certainly true in certain populations. And 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 it always comes with caveats, you know. I yeah. I was actually talking to uh one of the other guys on staff here earlier cuz he uh he's he's planning a big fall retreat for the youth group and uh you know, there's a cost associated with it. And he was just kind of fascinated at how different families approach the cost. You know, or some of them are like, sure. sure, absolutely, my kids can go. Some of them are like, my kids can't go uh, because it costs too much and their lifestyles look exactly the same. You know, you can't really yeah. tell yeah. Who, who has how much money. And sure. so so there's always like this weird opacity about money. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that's part of the reason it's fascinating. And then there's always sort of a faux humility about it where a guys like, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm dab- I dabble in the stock market and, and what yeah. he means is he has millions and millions of dollars in, in investment <laughs> accounts or something. Yeah. So I, I think that's true. Trips are a, just a sneaky way to talk about yourself. Yeah. Which is, you know, so you get somebody talking about their trip. So I, uh, Lauren and I are watching, uh, very slowly making our way through cheers. And, oh, uh, I and love cheers. A, 
and there's a scene where or there's a there's a couple episodes where this is running bit where cliff has been to florida and comes back and everybody's just annoyed at him because he won't stop talking about florida <laughs> that's that's sort of the trip vibe where yeah you know something comes up and they're like well when i was in antigua and you're like oh lord would you please stop and yeah. uh it, so i i see some of that and what i find fascinating is that i find both of those subjects soul-sucking to be in a conversation oh, about like if i go yeah. on a trip i don't want to tell people about it i barely yeah, want to acknowledge that i left the country there's such boring things to talk about <laughs> and yet like it's it's all dudes our age have like like you'll run into somebody and he'll be like uh hey how was your summer you'll be like good and they'll be the follow-up question is always did you go anywhere interesting you know where'd, where'd you mm-hmm. guys go you know and it's like well we did go places maybe but like that's <laughs> i i just wonder baby like what did we talk about when we were young and interesting you know what i mean like because i feel like I don't know. You remember you remember those hangouts you would have with people like in your 20s and maybe early 30s where it was like, I don't know, you're talking long into the night and everybody's fired up and like ideas are flying around and those days are over. Yeah, I (laughs) mean, I think, no, (laughs) dude, I think we talked about a whole lot of wait for it, nothing. Yeah, but, probably. Um, <laughs> and, and, and everybody's just talking over each other. That does, yeah, that yeah. still happens at my age, too. But, um, yeah, I don't think we were talking about anything important. But there's I, – I mean, you're pontificating when you're in your teens and tw- – like, you're just – Right, you're, you're, yeah. You're, you're kind of declaring, like, all the things you're going to be and do constantly yes. or yeah. dream about doing, you know? I yeah. think when you get older, it's weird because you're talking about stuff that's possible. So you're talking mm-hmm. about possibilities as you get mm-hmm. older, whereas mm-hmm. when you're younger, it, you're, you're, talking, you're talking theoretically, you know, right. in a lot of ways, because you have no right. idea what your life is going to be. And now when you talk, it's more of like, well, you know, this is what I'd like to do, or this is what I'm probably never going to be able to do, but it would be fun to do. Or, hey, yeah. tell me, have you done this? Because I don't mm-hmm. think I'm ever going to get to do this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a good point. We're just um, we're just walking books of Ecclesiastes where pretty much like yeah. you just at this point in life you start talking about things you're like yeah done that it's kind of pointless whereas when you're 20 <laughs> like if here's the thing if you sat in on the conversations with all of those 22 year olds late into the night throwing around ideas you would be bored you would be like I yeah none so. of that matters that is all pointless you are you are wasting an enormous amount of oxygen about stuff that you can't solve and that at some point you'll be jaded about yeah. No, that's a good point. Although I do, I don't know, I work with like 20 to 22 year olds. So I I get to be privy to some of their conversations. And yeah, I can honestly say they're not more interesting than us. But yeah, I I guess to your point, Big R, it's just they have this whole universe of possibilities ahead of them. And that makes them maybe inherently more interesting than the guy who's been doing X yeah. career for the last 20 years and all he can really talk about is his trip or who who he knows who has money you know well i mean dude here's the thing too like i mean you know to to give a nod to to something uh our boy pipe wrote about you know at some point mm-hmm. um i i've actually like when i talk to people that have that i don't know well and they have they're they're kind of you know they Oops, they've kind of lived a bit of a storied life like i'm pretty curious like i like asking questions like yeah. i like hearing about st- places they've gone stuff they've done stuff they're 
thinking about doing. I mean, dude, those things can get boring, especially if yeah. they if they're boring people and they want to <laughs> they want to fill you with details that are unnecessary to like learn about. But dude, yeah. I love talking to some dude that's like done a bunch of cool stuff and is interested in doing more cool stuff and like I'm good just to sit back and uh, and drink it in, right? Like I think that yeah. that's that's good convo, right? Yeah, it can be if it's the right person. You know, it really yeah. it really can be. Um but if it's the wrong person, it can get really boring really quick. Um, so here, here's a question for us to consider. In the, in the universe of that conversation, let's say you're talking about a trip. Um, it could be any trip. What makes someone the right person? Like, what's the right sort of conversationally fun way to talk about something banal that really nobody cares about? You know what I mean? Like nobody at a deep fundamental level, nobody really cares where you went. Um, but there's a way to talk about it that would be interesting and fun. It's what it's the same stuff that makes novels good. I mean, it's yeah, it's uh, it's can you can you tell the people part of the story well? Like the the yeah. fascinating guy that Ronnie was just talking about, that sort of paradigm. That guy's fascinating, not because he did all those interesting things, but because you're kind of peeling back layers to a person and being like, oh, like I, I, yeah. I thought you were just like Jim the Deacon who's always here opening up the building. And then you find out like, oh, you used to work as an FBI agent or, you know, or you're just a hilarious yeah. storyteller about your days as a garbage man or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's the it's the storytelling aspect. I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, it's, there's an art to it. And some people are really good at it. Yeah. For sure. part, yeah. part of the reason I don't like talking about trips that I've gone on is because I'm not a good storyteller in terms of sort of the can take the the uh, the the sort of mundane and turn it into humor or turn it into meaning. Yeah. It's I'm just sort of like we went and did a thing, which is uh-huh. boring. <laughs> that that is boring. Yeah, yeah. Here no, lies I, Barnabas Piper. He went and did a thing. That dude, write that down, Pipe. That needs yeah, to be on right. the stone. That yeah. needs to be Put on, on the, the stone. No, that's good. Yeah, I, I think you're right though, Pipe. Like the the thing that makes a novelist good, and I think that make the thing that makes a narrator good. There's got to be a little humility baked into there, and it's got to be genuine, right? It can't be feigned or put on, which you know makes it gradations worse. So a little humility, a little vulnerability, a little bit of humor. You know, like here's something that went wrong, or this was something unexpected, or whatever. Uh, maybe some good secondary characters. Like, there's got to be a point to it besides, like, I don't know, we went to Honduras and it was beautiful and I bought a machete or whatever, you know. Um, there's got to be so. Yeah, and again, you know, I here's the other part to that, too, T, yeah. is, like, there are, there's some, you know, and this is <laughs> just the flip of it, all right? Yeah. Which is, like, um, I know, I'll find out some dudes have done interesting stuff and, like, it is, like, pulling teeth trying to get them to even like tell you anything oh, about it. Yeah. And it's like, dude, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, I'm literally interested. Like, right. tell me about this thing. Yeah. Yeah. We went, yeah, we, we went to Iceland. It's yeah. like, uh, I, you gotta, you gotta say more than that. Man. Yeah. Tell me you all about it. it. You know? Cause yeah, I'm interested yeah. in going to Iceland. Like dude, dish, like give me the yeah. details, you know? Yeah. And then you meet these dudes that are just like, I mean, it was fine. And yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, we, we like had, like we had this weird fish anyway, what have you been up to? You know, I'm like, Oh my gosh, man, you got to, you got to deliver some goods on this one. You know? Okay, so that that to me is interesting. So something something inherent in that is something I've been chewing on for a while. Maybe there's just a void in the world of Christian 
Christian dudes. I think Christian dudes are like percentage points worse at conversation than just like normal <laughs> dudes. I, I do think this is true. And I don't know why. Do you guys have any theories or do you is think they're like, you, is it like a faux humility that everybody or, or a legitimate humility that everybody has to make sure that they're, they're, they're not trying to go, be too over the top about what they're doing and how much money it costs, you know, cause you get all those factors in, right? Here's a, here's a dynamic that I, that I catch a whiff of in the, in the world of Christian dudes. Well, my wife's the talker. Like she uh, does the, t- she's the charismatic one. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. um, <laughs> And and I just stand here. I just stand, I jam my you know my hands into my pants pockets, and I just I just stand here. A line that has been said in the Martin family never. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, no one's ever said that about you guys. But uh, but I, I think I think it applies to most Christian dudes. I don't know. I just think Christian dudes are kind of um, well, worse think, at conversation. I think a big a big aspect of it is sense of humor. You know, just and and when I say sense of humor, I don't mean like joke telling. I just mean like being able to participate in humor at all. And I think there there there's sort of a a multi generational starvation of humor because especially in the reformed world, it's just sort of choked out of you. You know, it's frowned upon, (laughs) it's trite, it's meaningless, it's whatever. And so like how many witty Christian men do you know? Yeah. Like who will just a- drop a comment or like, you know, that you sit next to them in a boring meeting and they're the ones who like under their breath say the thing that make you fall apart laughing. Uh, yeah. the, it, it's probably a very small number. Yeah. Hi, besides John Christ, nobody. I know no witty. And man. I'm not even, I, I think he may have departed the Christian realm. Uh, that was a joke, but yes. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. I didn't know if you were up to speed. He was canceled. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. But, but I think he was re-embraced as well. Okay. So. I didn't, okay. We have second chances. Good. Um, but uh, I just, I, I think there's, I, I think there's, there's just a, if you, if you can't be a good storyteller, it really helps to be funny or yeah. to, to be able to sort of engage in any sort of humor, laugh at somebody else's humor. And yes. when, when, when you are earnest and serious, your conversational bullseye is tiny and yeah. it, it is only, and it, and it is only present on like 5% of the population. So yeah. it, it, you know, if you can't talk sports and you can't talk, books and you can't talk current events and you can't make jokes about stuff and not be overly serious like you boy you're gonna be boring and uh, and a lot of guys are yeah no that's that's good and something you said in there was really interesting to me and it's the whole idea of a dude can really bring value to a group just by being a good audience member like somebody who can recognize humor and laugh at it like that guy is worth his weight in gold, you know. Like even if he's not bringing the one-liners or the great stories himself, like if he can, you know, kind of uh, judge it and laugh at the appropriate times, like that that guy's pretty valuable. Um, yeah, he's he's yeah, like uh, he's he's like he's energy in the room, you know. So if there's yeah. if there's four or five people and you make a joke and he gets it and laughs, he just yeah. he just created a tone and yes. uh, and and boy are those people valuable. No, they're huge. Yeah, they're hugely valuable. And yeah, I just think somebody, one of you guys made the point about reformdom. I just think reformdom has like so elevated the whole like plotting, like hand to the plow, you know, 
um, just plotting forward in the same direction. Like, we elevated that idea so much that, like, if you have a bit of a personality, you almost get dinged for it in the reformed world. You know, it's like, you know, what are you so, what are, what are you so jokey about? You know, <laughs> uh, you're almost getting like um, de- devalued or uh, your, your stock goes down because of it, I think. Yeah, oh, what are you so happy yeah, about? Yeah. You're too depraved to be happy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, and I, I was like, I need to confess that I struggle to read a lot of the Puritans because I can only read about somebody calling themselves a worm so many times. You know, <laughs> there's like... Paul called himself the chief of sinners, but he only did it once. You know, he yeah. didn't, he didn't yeah. self-flagellate. And there seems to be that that sort of aura of things in the reformed world where it's like we are all so worthless yeah and i'm like you don't actually realize how funny it is that you keep calling yourself worthless and uh there's 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 a lot to laugh at in in your in your you know sincere like (laughs) self-loathing exactly and to that i would say many of you are worthless as it pertains to conversation (laughs) that is very true But we don't have to be, right? Yeah. Not can, as a human, but as a conversationalist. Yeah, not yes, as a human, right? Yeah, but in conversation, completely worthless. But yeah, again, we don't have to be. We can loosen the tie and you know have have a few ha-has from time to time, as we have done on this program, boys, uh, and as we will continue doing for a few more weeks here uh, until it all culminates in Indianapolis on September 24, uh, which people should run to get their tickets. For that, boys, we've uh, we've done what we always do on this program. And until next time. We want to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for partnering with us on this podcast. Be sure to go to lifeaudio.com and take a look at the other podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on on your favorite podcasting app.